And I would invite you to open your Bible this morning to the New Testament book of 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians this morning as we unite our hearts together for prayer to seek the Lord. We live in a day today where marketing strategies and social media and the use of all these kinds of things, it's just built and created in such a way that it creates desires within us. Things one moment we think we need and want, the next moment we see a commercial, we see an ad on social media, and all of a sudden that becomes, how did I ever live without this? And it becomes a consuming passion. We find ourselves what yesterday was of interest to me. Today, not so much because now there's something else, right? Have you felt this? And then, and then you th- for a day or two, you're looking at it, oh, man, I need this. I've got to have this. And then even if you get your hands on it, it's not everything it was intended to be, but don't worry about it because... Within a few days, a few weeks, you'll see something else that's going to come in and fill that void. And and, and that will become uh, a passing um, passion of your soul for just just a little bit. That's the day we live in today. One of the things Paul is warning about here in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, he's praying, in fact, for his hearers, is that they would be all consumed with but one passion. That no matter what else comes around the bend, no matter whatever false teacher may come around the bend, whatever church strategy comes in, they would be consumed not with the latest passing fad, but with one thing throughout the ages. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Let's begin reading in verse 1. Finally, brothers, pray for us that the word of the Lord may speed ahead and be honored as happened among you, and that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men. For not all have faith, but the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. And we have confidence in the Lord about you, that you are doing and will do the things that we command. And may the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ. Our focus this morning, our prayer this morning is verse 5. May the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ. What's Paul's prayer there? That we would get into Christ. That we would get into the love of God. He's praying here specifically that our love for God would increase. And is there anyone in this room this morning that would say, I don't need that prayer for me. My love for God is just fine. If that's where your heart is, then your understanding of God is woefully inadequate. Paul's prayer that he prayed for himself and prayed for others is right. That the people of God, that their love for God would continue to increase and continue to grow. One commentator, as I was looking over this passage this week, calls this This particular prayer, for more love for God, an answering prayer. And what he says there is that the love that responds to God's goodness toward us, that's what this love is, a love that responds to God's goodness toward us. God blesses us long before we are either able or even willing to bless Him, so now it's our turn. What he's saying here is this, we love Him because He first loved us. This is an answering love. He loves us, and out of the response to that, He loves us, we now love Him. 
And the reality is this is the starting point for the Christian when it comes to our love for God. We live in a day today, and perhaps you've battled this, I do, where we try to muster up what God most desires from us within ourselves. In those seasons of life where we recognize my, my affections for God have grown cold. My time in the Word has drawn dry. It's just not what, the, the, the knee-jerk answer to that is usually, so I'm going to try harder this week. I'm going to get up earlier. I'm going to set my clock and I'm going to spend X amount of minutes in the Bible. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get part of this study, that study. I'm going to go to Lifeway or go online, I'm going to buy this resource. I'm going to find that, that golden ticket because where I'm at right now is not where I need to be. So I'm going to fix it. And our world is always telling us, look to yourself to fix your problems. Look within yourself. Believe in yourself. Love yourself. And we often try to apply that to our love for God. Believe you can. You should. You will. You do. That's not the gospel. That is not how we relate to God. We never come up with love for God by reaching into ourselves. It begins in God. If your love for God is cold, you're not looking at God. You're not studying God. You're not walking with God. And that's not me trying to be mean-spirited. That's not me trying to... That's just that's the Bible's own diagnosis. If you want to fix a problem, if, you're, if your affections for God have grown cold, you're not looking upon Christ enough. Because it's through Him that our hearts begin to grow in our love for Him. He's the one who makes our love for Him grow deeper. And we see this all throughout Scripture. And that's exactly what the author of Paul here is writing here. May the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and the steadfastness of Jesus Christ. The love of Christ. A.W. Pink, another commentator on this passage, writes this. However lofty our words of devotion may rise, they are empty without the proof of our love. What Pink here is getting at is that we can talk about we love God on a Sunday morning. We're fixing to sing a song right now about God's love for us. And in a few moments, I'm hoping our prayers will be shaped by a professed love for him and a desire for more love for him. That's why we're looking at this passage this morning, that this would be the shape of our prayers. But the easy thing will be to profess our love for God. But is that really true? Do we have that love for God this morning? Maybe this morning the prayer needs to be, Lord, you know I can say with my lips I love you, but maybe for me this morning it's a lie. I haven't loved you in days, weeks, months, years. And I'm asking you, show me your love for me in Christ Jesus that it would create within me an answering prayer, a response of love for you that I haven't felt in a long time. I'll close with this, A.W. Pink once again. He says, all religion is in effect love. Faith is a thankful acceptance 
and thankfulness is an expression of love. Repentance is love mourning. Mourning what? My sin. Repentance is love mourning. Yearning for holiness is love seeking. Obedience is love pleasing. He writes, when our love for God decreases, the love of the world grows. And this morning, that might be where we are. We don't bring this up to say that everybody in this room is in that place. But one of the things Paul writes about Scripture is Scripture is given to expose the true reality of who we are so that we might be complete, mature in Christ as we look in unto Christ. So this morning, to varying degrees, this passage does expose some lack of love for God. None of us are where we need to be. But this morning, our prayer is, show us your love. Show us who you are. Captivate us. Mesmerize us. Create within us the love for you that you desire, that we may be the people you desire us to be. Well, this is the prayer this morning. May the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ.